0: Tanya and Steve, number one in Newcastle with McDonald Jones, the Hunter's leading home builder. Live from the greatest city in the world,
1: this is Tanya and Steve. We get up, we get dressed,
0: waking up, Newcastle's best, live and free, Triple M's. Oh, wow. hello. <laughs> hello! How are you, dear? Very well. Well, wow, that's smashing.
2: <laughs> Welcome to our podcast.
1: Gotta say, mate, you've been ripped off. This is the worst coke I've ever had.
2: <laughs> I br- I brought <laughs> in um, Prezzies for everyone today. I'm not going to tell you what they are. You'll have to wait and see. Mm. But it wasn't that, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that. I'm not dealing drugs on the side.
1: Yes, uh, by coke, I mean cocaine, everybody. Yes. That might give you a hint of what you brought in. Mm. That's right. Cocaine. Oh. Mm. Mm. Uh, obviously, it. some bad stuff, right? Yeah, not good. Uh, oh, not good. This is doing nothing.
2: Regardless, <laughs> you still got it over absolutely every surface in the studio, yeah. over yourself, up your nose, That's, everywhere. Uh,
1: imagine if I was in a toilet. Doing <laughs> it <laughs> it be I'd be a mess. <laughs> good at all. Oh, waste of money. That's oh. what I am.
2: So, what did I bring in? Well, you just gonna have to listen to the podcast and find out. My
1: (laughs) God, I love it when you do a little
3: tease. (laughs) And guess what? It's only about 30 seconds into the show too. Oh, you don't have to wait long. You don't have to wait long at all. Oh,
1: that's all right.
2: Fantastic. Mm, That means,
1: because I know you're all thinking, oh, well, I'm not leaving this car. (laughs) No. Here it is. It's coming up in the podcast. Enjoy. (laughs) <laughs> hey, good
3: morning. Hello.
2: Welcome to Tuesday. Oh. Nothing like starting the day with a Prezi. Oh, no,
1: I got a Prezi! Oh. What does that say? Uh uh The British Lolly Shop. Someone's been to
2: Morpeth. No, I went up to the Valley. Hunter Valley, Valley Gardens. Hunter Valley Gardens oh, to the Lolly Shop. What did you get? I got you both. Choo Choo and Sherby.
1: Oh, Rosie, you're going to hate both of these.
2: <laughs> 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 Old the school lollies that we were talking <laughs> about to, yeah, last oh, Thursday. I back Thursday last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. I'm Chuck throw
1: em. it. I think, I think the cutest thing is that Tenya forgot to bring him in yesterday.
3: I did.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's like you went home and went, oh, bloody hell,
2: these were the exact things we were looking up.
1: I know. Although, you know, the upgrade on the, um, the yellow sherbet thing. Yes, I thing, know. What is it?
2: Well, because the packaging used to be cardboard. Exactly. Did, and if you'd stuck on it, um, it would start to disintegrate. That's right. <laughs> so now. It's like a plastic towel. Well, you, it's like a you chew
1: it on it in the end yeah. and still get the sherbet yeah. off it. Now it's plastic, so, it so can break our go. teeth.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so even you get one, Jace, Jace oh. the producer. Look, how excited is he?
1: He's thrilled.
2: <laughs> um, speaking of Jace the producer, do you know what he said to me this morning? What? Mm. He's tired because he was up late. Was he? Putting his son's Lego together. Ah. And I didn't yeah. say anything, but I thought, isn't Lego, don't you buy it for your kids so they to can put it together? together? Yeah. it depends on the age.
1: <laughs> totally
2: depends come on the age. Come in, Jace.
3: Come in, Jace. <laughs> Explain what you mean by that. Um, I always, if I'm doing Lego with my seven year old, I pretty much spend most of the time doing it as well. So I kind yeah. of do understand what he's talking about here. Wait a second, Jace. I'll put my surprise in it. Paneling properly. Um, no, he w- so my son was fine, put most of it together, but the biggest stuff, then that just becomes on me, and he's there for support. You're doing a really good job. Me
1: too. Too on TV. <laughs> exactly. Well, making I making just... sure you put that thing together. <laughs> exactly right. And that's why it costs eighty bucks. Correct. <laughs> eighty? That's cheap. Uh, so yeah, I know.
2: Because we were a Lego family, and I know you were, Steve. Yeah. Do you actually dismantle it and start again at any point?
0: if I screw it up I do (laughs) (laughs)
3: sometimes I find it therapeutic other times it kills my life (laughs) do you find are there still instructions like paper instructions or do you have to download an app these days oh we have the app now, and okay. it's so much better because you can zoom in and tilt the photo and go, Have I got this in the right spot? I think I'm one square out. It's great. So
2: it's cheetahs.
3: Yeah. Cheater, How dare you?
2: Cheetahs sheep for Lego <laughs> put it together. The
1: walking on it funds later. Yeah, that's a great thing. It's to remind kid that it's not finished. <laughs> the smaller, the sharper it is. That's all right. <laughs>
2: well, there you go. Here's your lollies. Off oh, you go.
3: Sherbet and choo oh, choo bars you. a great two start days. to the
2: day, oh, that you that guys. Like a babe. It's it now does a good time like to say
3: that I hate licorice. Well, that's what I said at the start, right? You you're so, going So, Steve, here you go. Here's my chewy bar, bar back. You yeah. got two
1: if you want. No, mate, my teeth are brittle. <laughs> okay, you got and you got diabetes teeth are, as well. Oh, it's going to kill me. Genuine Steve's
2: on the line. What's mate? Oh, look, it popped yesterday, and I thought I'd bring it to the table because I don't really uh, know how good or bad this is. Mm. Um, but they announced yesterday that Liquorland home brand Smitty's Dry Lager is being recalled after the beer was found to contain more alcohol than advertised. Mm-hmm. Now, the beer, brewed in Victoria, is listed at 4.3% alcohol, meaning each 330 milliliter bottle would typically contain around one standard drink. Yeah. But I couldn't find what, how much more are they putting into it?
1: No, well, neither could I, but it doesn't matter, right? Because I read it and I thought, okay, so you've just got a batch of um, beer that has more alcohol than yeah. what you paid for. And if they come around and try and take it from me... <laughs> from my cold, oh. dead hands.
2: Wow. <laughs> That's like magic.
1: <laughs> That's ready to go at any time, mate, when someone tries to take a beer off me, take From my cold, dead hands. <laughs> so there will be no taking back the beer with more booze. No taking back. No, Steve, I need it. From my cold, <laughs> dead hands. Tell you what, there are many things I agree with with Charlton Heston, but that one's one. All right. Oh,
2: I bet you're funny. amazed how I had that ready. I am amazed. Because <laughs> you stole my 20. I missed that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it would appeal to you.
1: How uh, right was I? Appeal? <laughs> Telling you now, what next? Sorry about that. You actually pay a lot less for a kilo of prawns. Can we have some back?
2: Not happening, is it? <laughs>
1: From my cold dead hands. <laughs> Feel happy to use that everywhere you go, people. I honestly didn't <laughs> think this segment could get any worse. <laughs> Tanya and Steve's
0: Rock and Recorder
1: Ruse Day. All right, here we go. Tanya plays a song on the recorder. You get what it is. And today, you can score yourself a double pass to the Red Hot Summer Tour. How's that Ooh, for a prize?
2: Wow, this is Paul Kelly, Bernard Fenning, Missy Higgins, and more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Roche get Estate. on
2: board. <gasps> Got March ring 25 it
1: is by the way yep.
2: Not that far off No um, Got to ring through though And uh, I'm not going to play one note Until we've got someone ready to have a guess
1: 13353, three. Give us a call Did you get it straight up, Rice? Because you usually have a practice run in here, folks If you don't know yeah.
3: I did today And um, I'm going to call it, Steve You'll get this one
1: like straight away
4: oh, Straight well. away Straight away
1: Did you hear that good news, Anthony? Yes,
4: how
0: long are we? Going to get there it straight
1: way. away apparently, mate Are you ready to go?
0: I'm ready to give it a go Listen carefully
2: Way to heaven. Stop no. it. Wow. Soldier.
1: You should have stopped before you to that last no, bit. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs>
2: one, Anthony. Well done. You're off to the Red Hot Summer Tour. Yes.
1: Thank you very <laughs> much. Well, life's going to be over the mood. And you can die knowing that you've actually heard Stairway to Heaven played on a recorder.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It wasn't bad. It was pretty good. I know. Thank you, Anthony. I think
1: you'd hear the same from Jimmy Page. I
2: do, do. (laughs) too. He'd be
1: like, I reckon we should take her on tour.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, let's have a crack and see how I do sound with the old Led Zepp.
3: Okay, here we go. Uh, I've got it queued up. Here
0: we go. There's a lady who's sure all it glitters
5: And she's buying the stairway. Not bad, eh? When she gets there, she knows. Oh, we we (laughs) stood. Oh, we're going. With a word she can get.
1: Yeah, see, we are stretching to see what you had in the tank. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, <laughs> and as you can tell, and you can't see this, everybody, she's sucking in the big ones. She's sucking in the big ones right now, aren't you? It's like you've done a hundred metre run. Only got six minutes to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, we're doing the whole song to you. So you're going on tour, mate. There's an hour and a half of those. Wait till you get to cashmere.
0: You're like, oh,
1: you'll be
2: dead. How long is the recorder, though?
1: Haunting. Yeah. That's a good word. It yeah, is a good word to describe playing The word I always starts with F, but let's go with haunting.
2: <laughs> Steve, I was telling you yesterday that Richard Belzer, um, who became famous as Detective Munch the scrawny, wise-cracking, glasses-wearing investigator. What a beautiful...
1: Um, uh, you know, wouldn't you love that description? <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's going downhill from scrawny. <laughs> well... But, yeah, as soon as you see his face, you go, oh, him, of course, because yeah. he's been around for eight yeah, years. Yeah,
2: one of the most recognisable cops in TV crime. He was on Law & Order SVU from 1996 to 2016. Yes. 20 years. Isn't that amazing? Nearly 400 episodes he did.
1: But uh, Tanya got on to the side the end of the show on a happy note and tell us he all died of testy cancer, however. Well, <laughs> the, yes, he did. The, uh, the line, though, at the end is why it was okay to make it a laugh because he intended to do that. Yes.
2: yes. Yeah, because he he was Jewish background and he just had a massively dry sense of humour. Yes. So his final words when he passed away yesterday, um, now remember, family and friends had gathered around yep. and he apparently, timing was everything, he timed it to perfection and his final words were, F you, mother effer. <laughs>
1: Um, I reckon he would have said the p- proper words. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I reckon. I, I think I you think you'd clean that up.
2: <laughs> I have. Can we
1: get a grab, Ryan? <laughs> surely someone's got a mobile and recorded it no, surely but
2: apparently they all like it was a sad moment obviously but they all cracked Love.
0: up at well that, as which I said exactly yesterday it
1: was a sad moment for he, for, him dying, his moment for <laughs> him dying with his family it was a very cranky moment for Samuel L. Jackson who went don't steal he stole him stuff on you see yeah, that, he's already thought of his last words yeah now when you said that I thought imagine what you want for your last words not something you get asked often not at all no. that, you know what I mean people might say what do you want on your epitaph what do you want on your grave what do you want there mm. but to think of last words before you a croak. Jeez, a that's tough a tough one. one. Let's throw. Did do you do we have time oh, to throw it if, out If then? anyone's got any, um, we can jot them down. What do you
3: want your <laughs> last list? words to be? One dribble, three, five, three. Give us a call right now. What do you want your last words to see, be? See, I
2: think a lot of people would go the love angle. I love you.
1: Uh, Don't you think? Probably. Oh no, see, I'm, Yeah, I got two. Okay. And depending on who was in the room, I reckon.
2: <laughs> okay, just say. Why is
1: he an eye there? Okay, I'd be like, oh, gosh, thank God I'm tired. Oh, thank God. God, See you. Okay. Okay. (laughs) But what about 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 your children? Uh, I would go, kids, kids. Oh, God. There's a million. uh, There's a million dollars now. I've got it buried just next to the... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. Uh, and uh, I'd make sure you're just in the back of the room, too, so you go, he's right, uh, and I'm not allowed to tell you, apparently, part of his will agreement.
2: Exactly.
1: So then they'll have you for the rest of your oh,
2: life. Oh, what a great life I'd lead after you croaked it. Wouldn't you? Yeah, just be, it'd be like a sport, yeah. sitting on the sideline, Total fun. <laughs> watching BJ, Tim and Jazz just tear up the planet, looking for the million.
1: <laughs> They'd start at your house. And no one, Steve, it's a joke.
3: I've buried there. million, Yeah,
1: the downside is my kids are smart. Have to realise that, so it wouldn't go long. Daniel, we know he didn't have a million dollars buried. He might. He would try and carry it.
2: Um, well, Colin's at Tenuala Bay. You want to play the game? What would be your final words, Colin?
1: Yeah, not mine, but um, yeah, my dad's. Um, he had cancer, was passing away. Um, I managed to get down to see him. Flew down there and all. Um, got into the hospital, and he, I said to him, "Dad, I'm here finally." Um, said, "How you feeling?" He just looked up to me and said, you know, "In his sense of humour, it was yeah. funny, of course." Mm. He said, "Up the shit, son."
0: Yeah, oh, I thought
1: of words, and it was just him.
0: Oh, that's.
2: Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Why, yeah, I mean, we're laughing, but it must have been a terrible uh, moment for you.
0: Oh, a little, bit, a little bit sad, but yeah, yeah. God, yeah, to, to, to break the break it and um, yeah, make it a lot easier
1: for us, but uh, yeah, 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 it was just him. It, uh, another bit <laughs> like Colin oh. in reverse of that, another famous one, yeah. and I'm going way, way back here, but it's quite famous in Hollywood, um you know, how do Hardy, remember yeah, those, right, yeah, yeah, the skinny yeah. one? Yeah. And he went in with a stroke and everything like that, and he went in with a nurse, he sat up, and she went, how are you, he goes, oh, my God, this is the best I've ever felt.
2: And then he died.
1: Yeah. Wow, oh, last oh, words. Yes. No, yeah. Oh my god! This is the best I've ever felt. Oh my filled.
2: god! <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then he D- broke
3: it.
2: Dallas is it? Nelson Bay. What were? Uh, what would your final words be, Dallas? Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, my final words were I told you I was sick.
6: Ah, ah little bit of Spike Milligan. That'll sort him yeah. out, Dallas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, no one listens to me. Ah. <laughs> Actually, there's your words.
2: Right. There, <laughs> No
1: one listens to me. <laughs>
2: Thanks, Dallas. Dallas.
1: What's yours?
2: Um, Yeah, no, I'm, I'd probably go the lovey dovey angle. Yeah. I would. Well, oh, no, know I understand I would.
1: that. You can't say die. No, pass. <laughs> ap- I don't get it. <laughs> You, you know what? I just don't, and I hear it all the time, so it's not just UT. i yeah. I'm like, you pass, Wind, you die, death. <laughs> <laughs> all right? Kaput, oh, gone. Steve, when did Baxter pass? He didn't. He died. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't overtake me. He, he, he died, <laughs> he everybody.
0: Oh, but isn't it funny I, that
1: we do that?
2: I know. It's a this softer weird,
1: word. So, yeah, a softer That's word. Why.
2: It's softer. Oh, no, I know. It's Died, death, yeah. hor- horrible.
1: Well, I just think that we think one word makes it easier. <laughs>
2: it's
1: like, oh, my God, did you... Did your mum pass? No, she died. <laughs> it's ten <tenure> years. <instinct. laughs> hey guys, I spotted this story this morning. Now, normally on Monday we play this game, you know, you're not gonna get this. I'll yeah. throw a fact out. But I saw this story and I reckon by the end of the day, because it's in mainstream media, everyone might know the answer. Uh-huh. So we're gonna play this today.
0: You'll never get this. La 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 la. You won't
6: get this.
1: Alright. You won't, or maybe you will. Right. <laughs> um, I'm intrigued. Because I'm a plain nerd. Yeah. And when I read the headline, uh, what's getting mainly stolen from airplanes these days, mm-hmm. I went, mm, "When I, no, I, I nah, wouldn't have thought of that. So this is
2: passengers, and the one thing that we're stealing from just being a passenger in a plane.
1: Yes. A common thing that's getting stolen from planes these days.
2: Okay. Can we have Sad a guess? guess? Sure. Go on, Rice.
3: Okay. I'll guess first. I'll say um, the blanket, you know, the little blanket that you get on the overnight yeah, flight. Yeah. I'll say the blanket.
1: Well done, Rise. That's around fourth.
2: Oh, okay. But
1: I'll raise that. Here's okay. the other thing.
2: Hang on. I want to go. No, no, no. no oh. On
1: the blanket. Yeah. They don't nick theirs. The, it's when they're walking off the plane, they grab the business class one. <gasps> not a bad idea. That's a great idea. Thank all the pillow. Thank you. All the right? business pillow, yeah. So I'm giving you all the heads up there. <laughs> Apparently you're not supposed to do it, but anyway. <laughs> uh, but so that that's in there. Okay. But it's not the most common one right. at the moment.
2: I'm going to go. The vomit bag.
1: Oh, who wouldn't want
2: that? The vomit mm, that's bag. Not it either, Very is
1: it? No, no, but still.
2: I would want that because I have taken that in the past. Yeah,
3: I've seen passengers take that. Yeah. if they got like a sick child. Like yeah. maybe, yeah,
2: absolutely. I've taken that quite a few times. Why is that though? Just because I might have some rubbish I want to put in.
1: <laughs> oh rubbish! I was going to say, how long before you put it in the bin <laughs> off the plane?
3: Especially
2: if I'm hiring a car, because then it becomes my car bag. Ah, ah, oh, see?
3: car rubbish Sheesh. bag. Tell you what you're a thinker. So it's not the vomit bag, it's not the blanket. Would it be nah. the uh, the headphones? not, not the headphones. Do you allowed to, well, you know you're how allowed they go around? They can't oh,
0: okay. collect
1: them. Yeah. Again, though, business class, they're the noise noise not cancelling. Those. Apparently you're not allowed to keep those. Yeah. So if they're still dangling on the seat, people are swiping those. <laughs> Is True it story. the
2: emergency card? So you can put it up at home.
1: Oh <laughs> <that's> <laughs> a, You know what though, t- I'll tell you what, t- you know yeah. what? You're ironically close to a reasoning Am I? of what's right. You are. Okay. Because it's been stolen. Life jacket. Bingo. Oh. Really? People it's are stolen by jackets. plane nerds, right? That's what it's about. Yep. Right. Now, when they do the thing and they go, reach under your seat, uh, or you'll know you'll... Uh, have you ever felt for the... Yes, I have. I uh, knew that. <laughs> just <laughs> I, to make sure I, it's there. I, I, I'm almost ashamed that I asked <laughs> and didn't just go... Because Tanya would touch it every time I she's do. on the fly. Steve, ask Steve, ask well, a, well, a normal person. You?
3: Never in no, my life not, have I reached under for the what? life coach Have now, you? I, I, never. No way. And oh, now I what? ask that question...
2: Can I just say, when you're thirty thousand feet mm. and you haven't checked to make sure yours is there and you need it,
1: mm.
2: what are you gonna do there? And you're not piggybacking mine.
1: Would you like me to Google the stats <laughs> of plane crash survivors? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're but not gonna be looking for always it. Always remember though, if you do have the unfortunate situation of an emergency landing yeah. in the water, yeah. that whistle's gonna attract some <laughs> stuff, isn't it? <laughs> <I'm so> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Look over there, forty miles away, a ship. <laughs> Ooh.
0: Ooh. <laughs> Here it comes! Oh,
1: no. We're saved. But yeah. no, it yeah. is a life jacket. Then next level goes on eBay, hundred and eighty bucks.
2: Is that oh, what wow. they're doing?
1: Go and have a look for yourself. Wow. During a break. On yep. eBay, there's uh, life jackets. But like you say, it really annoys the airline because they don't know they've gone. Of course. So you know, you like you so say, you're thirty thousand feet up. And they go oh, We're going in. Brace, brace,
2: brace. Well, there you go. Then next time you're on the plane and they're doing the safety. Our onboard announcements. Mm-hmm. Just check and make sure yours is there. That's
3: right. God, imagine how annoying that would be if you, you go. Excuse me, mine's not there, yeah. and they and have they to go. They can't take off. They can't take off <laughs> for like seven hours because they have to find righty, one stupid life jacket. Right,
1: just if I may, <laughs> if I may correct you, I think it'd be more concerning if you were crashing <laughs> than, than when before you took off. <laughs> you know, right?
4: He's like, oh, what a hassle. It'd <laughs> well, be hassle. more
1: of a hassle if you were 30,000 feet up. <laughs> See? That might be the case. change, man. Apparently, that's what's happening. So, yeah. people are reaching in under it and they're not there. Mm. there. Oh, yeah. Well, really? Come mm. on.
2: Maybe mine hasn't been there then. Why is that? I don't know, because I'm just assuming. I'd give it a quick pat and think, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're there. Think.
1: Yeah, you're probably just patting the cushion Maybe over Maybe I think. am. But you I'm, need to get right under our I will now. i, I will, it. I would say now <laughs> that will. this is going on that they're actually making <laughs> them all have a bit of a duck underneath. So you have a check. Yep. Yeah, another one for you? What? While we're here, play nerd <laughs> fact for you. Yeah, you know how you, when you pull them, they actually blow it's up? Banned. Yeah. Do that when you get out of the plane, folks, <laughs> yeah. because a plane did an emergency landing in the water and everyone pulled it first and no one could get out of the plane. Oh,
0: don't.
1: <laughs> no, don't. I'm not kidding. You it's a get out the true, door. true story.
2: Well, that's because they don't listen carefully. But
1: that's right. That's yeah. right. They'll yeah. just all float around in the water <laughs> like umbalubas inside the plane going, we can't get out. <laughs> it's But it's okay, though, guys, because this one guy went, wait a minute, everybody. Oh,
6: <laughs> this whistle will help. <laughs> expert trevor long from eftm.com hello trevy good morning
1: i apologize for talking over the thing. <laughs> <How> <laughs> <are> you, <Trev? laughs>
6: yeah real good
2: now this popped yesterday even though it's been in the wind for a while but facebook and instagram is it Char- going to charge for verification
6: yeah, who would have thought a billionaire Mark Zuckerberg would copy billionaire Elon Musk in making more money off their users? I mean, oh, but, yeah. so Musk decided to charge 20 bucks a month for the blue tick on Twitter and. Uh, Zuck has gone, well, that sounds like a good idea. I mean, I'll be honest, this is a slightly better proposition on Facebook um, because you do get you get the blue tick, but you also get what they call pro, um, proactive identity support. So if someone's trying to impersonate you, it doesn't matter whether you're a celebrity or just an average Joe, the, someone can steal your account kind of thing by changing your creating an account with your name and your picture and things like that. So Facebook will proactively prevent against that. They'll give you uh, priority customer service, which is basically any customer service is a priority because it's useless right now on facebook as well as a bunch of other little things but i I like the idea of it because you guys know as much as i do how impersonation accounts can be a real problem for your friends and followers Mm. Uh, you know people can create a fake triple m account a fake tenure account and Mm. you know scam people and that worries me so i kind of want to pay the 20 bucks but then i say hang on a minute you're making five billion a quarter. Why can't you just proactively yeah. fix this problem? Yeah. Um, and the thing is, for twenty bucks a month, you still get ads. So. I just think I'm not paying you if you're still going to serve me up ads and make money off me. Yeah, it's, it's true. interesting,
2: Trev. I read, and you may have saw, seen the story yourself, fellas, but um, there was a poor wedding photographer. I think she works out of Victoria, and this mm. happened on the weekend. Mm. Her She would built her business over nine years on both her platforms, like Instagram and Facebook. Someone came in, hacked her account. You know, yeah. her business basically went to zero overnight. Mm. And what you just said, Trev, trying to get any kind of customer service there was just none so she's had to start all over again and this poor woman is just bereft basically
6: if they were a struggling startup, you'd think, oh, customer service is going to be the last priority. They're yeah. making $5 billion every three months. That's true. Let, yeah. Let's put some customer service in place for those people who are paying for it. I look at it and I go, I pay 12 bucks a month for YouTube because I don't want the ads. Man. And it's oh, amazing. Okay. It's so good. I so been, give, so me, many, give me Facebook without ads, I'm all in. So yeah. many people think that
1: Tanya or I on our separate, our own accounts think we get hacked, Trev, It's never hacked. It's always a fake account. Yeah. It's that, that's uh, right.
6: The people set up these fake accounts and yeah. that's what Facebook will protect you against. Right. You got to pay twenty bucks a month for it. There you go.
2: You know they knew
1: mine was fake straight away because it said finance.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That was my strength. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Delete. Trev, I don't know how many times over the last few years I've watched some sort of movie, American movie or a TV show, and there's a Peloton treadmill, and they've talked about it. It's sitting in the corner of the Mm -hmm. room, and I've often wondered, wonder why we don't have them in Australia.
6: Well, we do now. The treadmills have been there for a little while, and they sorry. The the uh, bikes have been here for a little while, but the treadmills have just launched now. Tre- Peloton is expensive, and I'll I'll demonstrate that with the treadmill. It's four thousand four hundred and forty-five dollars for a treadmill. Oh, good wow. lord! Now you can get a cheap treadmill for five hundred bucks, but a good treadmill's going to set you back eighteen hundred to two grand. So this is double the price of even a good treadmill. But it is all about the ecosystem. It's all about. I'm never going to go to a gym and I'm probably not going to walk the streets. So this is the most likely chance of me getting inspiration in my own home because you get this big screen, this 24-inch screen, which is personal trainers. You're in these sessions. You're actually motivated. If you join a live session in the Peloton, you, the, the trainer, the, the personal trainer from Peloton will actually call you out. They'll actually talk to you by name uh, as a part of the group session. So it's a pretty pretty solid inspiration if you need that get up and go, but still, $4,500. And by the way, you also need to pay 60 bucks a month after that.
0: Oh. Wow.
1: Li- I like how you narrowed it down to the buyer, though, Trev. For me, it sounded like someone who'll never go to the gym or lives in a very rough neighbourhood. Yeah. <laughs> never go outside. <laughs> I'll you never walk. walk the streets.
4: No way. But, yeah, that's a, great a neighbor, and I money. still
1: won't walk the streets. But, yeah, true. But look at it. It's ugly. Won't that look lovely in the lounge room? It's big. Oh, well, if you've got a garage or somewhere to put it, but yeah. you know when people get home uh, gym gear and it's yes. somewhere in this is massive. Oh, I think yeah. if you've got four and a half grand, you've got a spare room. Yeah, yeah,
2: true. I do, too. That's true. All right. Thank you, Trevi. Have a great Cheers, week, guys.
3: Bye. No on your Trev. There's Trev Along, he joins us every Tuesday. He's from EFTM.com. Everything for the man.
1: Check out his website today. You know, I need to remind you, they were invented as punishment in prisons. Yeah. <laughs> <I> just <laughs> always remember that when you think about buying that treadmill. It's Tanya and Steve.
0: Start your day off with Tanya and Steve. And save this summer with sixty thousand dollars off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time.
2: Listen. Great little story out of Melbourne over the weekend. That was a bit bossy. (laughs) (laughs) Pay attention. Listen. (laughs) Leave it up. Gilsons, I don't know, but apparently it's a lovely restaurant in South Yarra. Mm -hmm. There's a lovely young university student by the name of Lauren who was lead waitress on Saturday evening. group of four people walked in. Apparently there was a very successful businessman amongst the four. Mm. They dined on steak and pasta. And when they were leaving, that businessman said to Lauren... You are exceptional. I want to leave you a tip. Mm-hmm. The tip was $10,000. Oh, wow. Oh, God. But Lauren, being the good hearted girl that she is, said, I can't accept that. Oh, because oh, we... uh, pff, you know, uh,
1: idiot. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no
2: way. She said, We share our tips here. Oh,
1: double idiot. <laughs> she, <laughs> she, said... she should have kept the mouth shut. Oh, nothing worse than an honest <laughs> idiot, I'll tell you.
2: And the businessman said, Well, I'll only leave the $10,000 tip if. Seventy percent of it, so seven grand, yep. goes to you, Lauren. The others can share the three grand, mm-hmm. and the others got about one hundred and thirty-six dollars each.
1: And they did nothing.
2: But Lauren walked away with seven grand.
1: <laughs> That's three grand less than she had at the start. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to convince me it was a good idea.
2: Okay, but here's the here's the rub. When I looked into it more, yeah. there's these there's there's hatted restaurants all around. this Gilsons. Mm-hmm. Um, Gilsons itself. Not a hatted restaurant, but it pays. My little takeaway from this yes. if you're going to be a weight staff person, you need to work in an area where there's ritzy restaurants yeah. and very like wealthy South people y- like go. Like South Yarra. Like way, South Yarra. Because I can't imagine the same sort of tipping would go on in, I'm not going to name suburbs, but in other parts.
1: <laughs> see see how the world's changed. No,
2: but I don't know the suburbs. No, no, I no,
1: no, no. I was going to go to Newcastle and about 20 of them said, So you're suggesting you should work at <laughs> OLR? Oh. Yeah, no, it's not with the hate campaign.
2: But its I'm curious. Like, having been up in the valley on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, my God. The cars I saw, Steve. Mm.
1: Oh, yeah. Maseratis. Yeah. Well, we like to pretend they're from Sydney.
2: Oh, well, th- I know. We,
1: you know what I mean? I know. That can't be from Newcastle. I won't have it. So, <laughs> I won't have it.
2: So if you're driving a luxury car and you don't tip big. I, I Cheapskate. Think, yeah, I think we're, we're allowed to call your names.
1: Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> it's uh, To be fair... The last bastion of things you can have a go at these days. Rich people, Uh, yeah, rich male, a rich male, rich female is successful uh, (laughs) and and fought through the hell, but a rich male, we can go to town.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. See. Yeah. 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 What's the biggest tip you've ever left?
1: Dollar
3: eighty once. (laughs) Work hard and be good to your mother. I've yeah. got that tip, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so you obviously not tippers. Um, Hate
3: tipping. I, yeah,
2: I, I can say
1: in America I tipped yeah, a lot, same. yeah, uh, because that's what you do. Yeah, but over here oh, yeah, I've tipped, but I'm drunk. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's different. I mean, exactly. Yeah. How much do you tip, Steve? Sober or drunk? You have to ask. Right yeah. day.
2: So sober in a nice restaurant, no. you're trying to impress the maybe the person you're with. Is they 10%, really 10%. Re- ten, tens are cheapy. I think it's twenty, isn't it? listen to the crickets yeah
3: Yeah. No, I, I'm uh, getting... I even hate in America when you, you're you at a bar and yeah. they like just get a bottle top opener and just crack the top of the bottle, they expect a dollar tip for that. Yeah. yeah, you know no, what I mean? I'm I could happy. have
1: opened it myself. I'm happy with the person who gives me my meal after I QR coded it from a table <laughs> man. So you're not a waitress or a waiter, you're a delivery person. Exactly. All right? It's like ordering a pizza. Yeah. Oh, did, now now I know Michael's a big tipper. Oh, he
2: loves Your to husband, tip. Your husband. Yep. He loves, he loves to tip, to tip Is that an thing? It very much is. Yeah, okay. Um, He'd have me standing out out trying to tip the garbage man every Monday morning. The only thing that saves me is I'm at work. So that's the the only way I get around that one. See, there you are. I think it's an Irish thing because they will tip everybody. Really? Yeah.
1: But it's a lot of the time, and I've noticed it too in Australians, it's when someone's trying to impress someone. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of the time. See, Michael, it's a regular thing. It's normal for him. But when you suddenly see someone tip... You you know, okay, are you impressing the waitress or the person you're eating with? Yes. Yeah, 10%'s fine. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Why? Well, Daniel doesn't think so, Steve, no. 20%, you
3: reckon?
2: Yeah, well, sometimes. I think 15 to 20. Is that? If it's really good.
1: Well, they might as well just stop putting prices then. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think it's worth? Is that what you mean? Like, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You have to pay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because don't they have it in the thing as well, too? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you really think it's going to come into Australia full time? No,
2: I don't. I know, it's not, not our way. It's, it's only if it's deserved. I don't do it every time. Yeah,
1: okay. It's only mm. if
2: it's deserved. Michael,
1: does he do it even if it's not?
2: Oh, look, I know when when he goes to the ATM, I think, okay, what have you got coming up? Yeah. You've either got a haircut, you've got a foot massage. What have you got happening? <laughs> Tell you what. Because he needs cash for tipping. <laughs> you know. He, he's he's
1: living the, living the dream, isn't he? he is. He's like, how's your day, Michael? Oh, I got a an haircut and foot massage.
2: <laughs> I don't think he's ever been for a foot massage. <laughs> I know. But you know what
1: I, mean. no, no, I had a feeling that was a made up one. Steve, I've yeah. watched
2: um I've watched you go through your diagnosis of ADHD mm. as an adult, yeah. Um, and the change in you now that you've um you're taking medication for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that. I was listening to, Mum, uh, to Mia Friedman, you know, the Mamma Mia podcaster. Yeah, yeah, yep. She was talking about being uh, diagnosed late in life as well
1: it's a, it's as a, an adult. It's a growing thing. And I think it's because a few people like myself yeah. or other people that are in media maybe that others can hear, when they hear the description, person listening goes, God, that that's me. Mm. Uh, then they go and check it out for themselves. That's why it's a growing thing, an adult. Uh, observations of it, I think.
2: Well, it was interesting what Mia was saying. Um, she said she's got a lot of parental guilt uh, because of how her life used to be before diagnosis and getting medication, mm. um, to the point where her six-year-old, who is now a grown person, yep. a teenager, but as a six-year-old, that child had to, well, didn't have to, but he'd learned to know his mum would probably forget things, would probably not pick him up, would probably, if there was a birthday party invitation, his first reaction was, well, I won't put it on the fridge because mum will forget. As a six-year-old, he rang his best friend's mother to say, can you please pick me up because mum's going to forget. So that's how he spent his whole entire childhood, knowing his mother wouldn't be there, um, only because she would you know, she said, I just couldn't concentrate. I couldn't retain the thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's really interesting how as adults, once they become diagnosed and they get the help, looking back on the life they had mm. or the life they've, they've led and how they, they internalise that and how they deal with that.
1: The two standouts when I finally went to a psychiatrist, remember it, only a psychiatrist mm. can do this. Yeah, not, so it's, a, not, it's quite a process to get diagnosed, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely, and get yeah. in, yeah. Yep. Uh, but not a doctor, n- not a psychologist. A psychiatrist, a, right, yep. Uh, mm-hmm. For the meds and things like that. But the two standouts I remember telling you today, mm-hmm. right, the, the first one, uh, at the end of having a half hour to three-quarters of an hour chat with her, I said, so do you think I've got ADHD? And she looked at me and went, if I could put a photo <laughs> of uh, <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> someone next to the, it would be you, do you realise you have not stopped moving in that chair for three-quarters of an hour. Yeah. Uh, and I personally didn't even think I'd budged. Yeah. But the other one was, and you just said it then with Mia, right, she was amazed I was one of the first cases that she saw I turned ADHD into a lifestyle mm. and it became part of who I was. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't have to forget or remember anything. I was always with someone who did it for me. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Yeah. All my life. And she said, you've done it. Like, you've even brought it onto the radio show. Mm how you just don't like hassle, you don't do anything, mm. that's your ADHD. Yeah. Well, that's amazingly interesting. I'd
2: well, and- be curious if there is anyone willing to talk about their late-in-life late, late in life diagnosis as an adult mm. and and what you look back on, because you've just said what yours... Yes, how yours played out.
1: That's it. it it's um, mine was a few conversations. To be honest, with uh, a few conversations with some other adult ADHD, and I went, oh, oh, that could be me. Yes,
3: one triple three five three. That's our phone number. We'd love to talk to you if you've got a later in life uh, diagnosis of ADHD. We'd love to talk to you now. One triple three five three. If you want to get on,
2: do you know what I'm like? If you had to put a figure on the population in Australia, mm-hmm. guesstimate what percentage of adults. Have now been diagnosed with ADHD because oh. it's, a, it's a term we use so freely. We think every second person's got it. Yeah, but what do you think the percentage no, is? I
1: couldn't I really wouldn't even hazard a guess. I, I could give you a more accurate figure on undiagnosed denial people. Ninety eight percent of the country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, not just ADHD. Yeah, though. I'm talking it could be anything. Well,
2: they um, say the, the experts are now telling yeah, us that it? it's not as high as what we think. No, I couldn't um, imagine. Would Some it be 5%? people, not even it's yeah. two to three percent. There you go. Two yep. to three percent of adults. Or have been diagnosed ADHD. The rest of us just go through bouts of a little bit of anxiety here because life is treating us poorly, or or, you know, and we get over it. You know, it's not something that needs to be fixed chemically. They're
1: situational. Yeah. Uh, whereas um, a true ADHD is not situational; it's, it's just there all the all time. All, yeah. all the time. Hence the medication. And I noticed someone just said, uh, "You can get a, a test from a psychologist." Yes, you can. My point is, you can only be prescribed medication from a psychiatrist. Yeah. Yep. Mike from difference.
3: Sawyer's Gully's given us a call. I think he's just been diagnosed.
2: Maybe. Hello, Mike. What's your story? Hi,
0: guys, it's Mike. Um, by looking in the mirror, I just uh, listened to the story just then, so I just thought I'd better ring up to tell you a bit about my story.
2: So. Well, go ahead.
0: Yeah, so I was um, in the military for 20 odd years and uh, diagnosed with PTSD. And I was always trying to get to the heart of what was going on. And uh, it took five years of psychiatrists and psychologists. And then one psych- psychologist said, oh, I'll just run this quick test on you. And uh, whatever 25 questions, he said, Oh, you, you're you in the top 99.9% of adult ADHD. Mm. Wow. And it just said, it's chronic. So,
2: and and now that you've had the diagnosis, Mike, are you medicated?
0: Yes, I, I am. And, and there's a really good book by um, Gabor Mate. It's called Scattered Minds, and it talks all about uh, ADHD in kids and adults, and talks all about the pros and cons of medication and, and things like that. And it's really a good read just for people who think they might have ADHD or people with family members who are who are struggling with it. Uh, sometimes I'm diagnosed,
1: sometimes diagnosed and not taking. Or getting up for it. I think it think stand out there, Mike, as it goes back on the stat tenure, you're saying, and I firmly agree that it is a small stat because there's so many people are diagnosed. Mm. They've got it. Yeah. They just haven't been diagnosed with it because they've got an armour on. Uh, because the number of times we do, you know, when we're out talking about this, where it doesn't matter where we are, blokes will come up. And it's mainly when mm. blokes or wives or girlfriends will come up and go, mm. thank you, that's my husband. Yeah, Ooh, I don't know why it seems more male.
2: don't know matt's at charlestown matt was diagnosed three years ago ago um what was it like pre-diagnosis matt
4: uh yeah well g'day guys um obviously uh there was a few things that were were triggering to a few people that obviously um pushed me towards getting things checked out a bit bit further but you know the the diagnosis three years ago was uh, a fair shock to the system, mm. um, you know, made me made me think I was broken and and unlike other people. Um, but like you said, uh, I think before Steve, that once you sort of get that diagnosis and get your head around it, it can become harnessed as a superpower. Oh, yeah. And um, I like you know, that
2: it's harnessed as a superpower. Oh, yeah,
4: it's 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 definitely a superpower now yeah, that yeah. I know how to manage it and yeah. I can identify. You know, when I start going off on tangent and start chasing the squirrel, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you can bring yourself back on track and, and align your, your um, focus points again. And yeah, it's true. Um,
2: and yeah, um, and I mean, when-
4: looking back at my um, high school years and schooling years and. Um, Never failed a subject, but just didn't want to be there. Yeah. Oh, Um, boom.
2: I'm really interested, Matt, though, because (laughs) there's a note here saying you're a multiple business owner. How has your diagnosis helped your professional life?
4: Uh, Well, this may come as uh, not much of a shock, but for the first five, six years of business did not have an operating system, I'm a a builder Mm. um, in the insurance industry and at any time we could have 40 or 50 jobs running Mm. um, and I hired my first administration assistant. she asked where the job files were. Wow. And I said,
1: well, What What job file? CT, <laughs> see? T, see <laughs> yeah, all, now, before you go any further, Matt, all Daniel needs to do is just hang out with a few more of you and me, and she'll go, Oh my God. <laughs> Thank you so much,
0: Matt, for That's the call. Amazing. We really appreciate
1: it. Okay, the one thing, and this is the worst way to describe ADHD, but it's the clearest way. Yeah. Because it's not actually true. Remember, it's a mental illness. Yeah. But the bottom line is, we cannot stand doing anything we don't want to do. <sighs>
2: I know that, Stephen. No, no, no. Um,
1: (laughs) I'm explaining it to everyone else.
2: I know. I know. Um,
1: And and that goes from authority to you say, tell me to do it (laughs) and it won't be done.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and just like Matt and his um, files and his operating system Yes Guess where Steve's important letters and files are, everyone? Can I, can
3: I answer this? Okay, Ryan, what do you think? Um, in his email, which he couldn't get onto this morning, no. so before the show
2: No, that's wrong, Ryan Okay, that's wrong His important letters and files, Stephen, where are they? I can't remember They're on my computer, Steve they on <laughs> computer, They're on Taylor's computer, everybody in a file, They're in a file called Steve's Important Notes
1: <laughs> And if anyone thought I was joking that I couldn't remember, that, oh, I wasn't And thank you, T Morning
2: Yes. Foodie oh, we do it every week with Ben Sayles, who is the owner of a Lovedale Smokehouse. A
1: bit excited, Ben. I hear you're talking seafood. Mate, I certainly yes. am. How are you guys? Yeah,
2: very well. Ben, tell us about the seafood restaurants.
1: Look, I want to take us, first we
5: go back a little bit. Can we get, do a little memory lane walk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rightio, let's go back to 1991. Lambton Road, Broadmeadow, oh. mid-afternoon traffic. We're driving along. We're just about to go past. I can, I can see, see it waving. It, <laughs> On the left-hand side, it's, the it's a giant lobster. He's waving. <laughs> He's waving. It? He's <laughs> calling you in. It's Obviously, I'm talking about Anchor's Seafood Anchors. Restaurant, guys. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. What a long tenure it had, you know, like 30-odd years of bringing in families. I and mean, that's where I got my start, guys, like 1991. Aww. There I was in the kitchen, learning the ropes and uh, yeah. becoming a chef and an occasional promo model.
1: Oh, well, of course you would be a gorgeous man. Uh, the, other, the other win, too, or for a bit of dinner, Ben, the magician oh, that went mate. from table to table.
5: Wasn't it great? You know, And, I mean, they, at one stage there, they had four locations. I didn't
2: even know that. Where were the other three?
5: Oh, I tell you what, there was Belmont, there was uh, the golf course there at Merriweather and there was Maitland as well. It know. always be Broadmeadow to to us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time I ever
3: saw the little lobster. Mm. In the in the tank, and I was like, Oh, look, they've got lobsters, like a, got little aquarium, a little aquarium, a little pet one. And then yes. they ended up on the plate, and yeah. I was like, Exactly. Docked.
5: And I was one of the guys that had to go out there and catch them, you know, mm. and it ended up flipping its tail and getting you wet. <laughs> yes.
2: But
1: even the uh, fish tanks with all those, you know, the ones you didn't eat, the ones mm, yeah. Yeah, it was, they were great.
2: Yeah. And yeah. It just, it was so much
5: fun. Yeah, no, and I mean, like, they finally closed their doors after 30-odd years there, you know, and and there's still a big tradition of standalone seafood restaurants, Steve. Like, I mean, look at Scratchley's. There's another Mm -hmm. one. Over 30 years, I mean, when these guys get it right, they really get it right, and they can hold on and hang on there for so long. I'm so proud of it, you know, because that's where I started. Mm -hmm. I mean, out at Port Stephens, you know, Ricky Stein. Rick Stein, he's out there at Bannisters. And um, he's offering something, you know, with that appreciation he has for fish. And, I mean, one of the dishes that I've seen he's doing, and how far we've came, that he's doing a raw fish crudo dish there, marinated yellowfin Nelson Bay tuna, you know, with passion fruit, green chilli and coriander.
2: Stop it. Mm. Making us hungry. Yeah.
5: Mm. I mean, it's great. And you've got so many to choose from. I mean, out there is also the point. And, I mean, even in my backyard, you know, 19 years ago, Lees and Fishes opened in Lovedale.
2: Yeah. There you go. 19. Gee, there's... It's got yeah. some massive history, haven't we, with yeah. seafood in the Hunter? I've always got blown and exactly, away,
1: and you probably don't want to give this away, Ben, but it, it, it does intrigue me and everyone else. Uh, the seafood platter, uh, the fact that when you actually get it and you go, oh, my God, that looks fantastic, oh, my God, I enjoyed that. But when you actually just narrow it down to, yeah, I reckon there was about $40 worth of seafood there that I just paid 200 <laughs> for. <laughs>
5: But, mate, I'll tell you what, I was at Yellowfin (laughs) the other night. I was at Yellowfin the other night, mate, and I'll tell you what, the seafood platter, it was the food of love for Valentine's Day. Mm. I mean, lovers of seafood, it's still the food of love. And, you know... Every single table had a seafood platter. I um, mean, I had a seafood platter, yeah. and it was fantastic. And just a shout out again to Lovedale uh, area as well with Leaves and Fishes. I mean, after 19 years, the owners, Damien uh, and Sharon, have, have stood down. Uh, they're retired, and we've got new owners out there, Christy mm. McWigg, and I'd just like to welcome them. And guys, go out there and see what they're doing with fantastic Asian inspired seafood Ooh, Okay.
1: Yum.
2: Okay, the only difference uh, with Benny on Valentine's Day, everybody else was sharing their seafood platters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, t- well, I can eat one on I'm, my own. I'm, I'm sorry, I own. One on my own. <laughs> I am so with Ben. When they go off for two, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll just, I'll get one on my own. Whatever's left, I'll drop around to you. <laughs> but everyone's welcome to my chips and fried rubbish.
5: Thanks. Yeah, that's exactly right. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, and look, ben. as I always like to say, grab a swish fish dish and something to sip and tell them Larry the Lobster Singer. There you are. <laughs> See you, ben. He was
1: the promo guy, wasn't he? he? Was. Well done, Ben. <laughs> and that's what oh, I always like to say. What? My God, this seafood buffet's a rip off. <laughs> Adjust care.
0: Customize mobility solutions in store or to your door. The life, life, Tenure and Steve's. The what are oh. you saying, mate? Well, I'm
2: just looking around the studio and I see a lot of tech-neck going on. A bit of what? Techneck. What's <laughs> um, tech, technical neck. but tech oh, the, neck. the hang down? Yeah, the heck, oh, technology neck, sorry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So, yeah, our heads. Is how- there a
1: bone growing in the back eventually uh, will transform in All about 20 years? All
2: sorts of things. Nerves, muscles, they yeah. can cause chronic pain, muscle stiffness, joint inflammation. Mobile cetera, phones are a chiropractor's dream. Yeah, well, how much do you think the human head weighs?
1: Oh, that totally depends. <laughs> Mine's about 19 tonnes.
2: <laughs> I okay. can't believe
1: I can stand up.
2: For the average person. It's like a bobblehead. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. Steve is a yeah. walking bobblehead. I'm head. literally a bobblehead. <laughs> you try and get a hat, my God. Murder. <laughs> but seriously. How much does the head weigh? Well,
2: you have a guess. If I could cut yours off and put it on the scale. Okay. 15 kilos. No, that um, much.
1: Uh, five.
2: There you go, spot on. Is it? Yeah, it's about five kilos. Oh, no. Okay. So with the way we, we tilt our heads to look down at our
3: phones. <laughs> Sorry, I'm thinking about my 15-kilo guess. It's like I've got a medicine
1: ball on my
2: head. <laughs> no, no, you were thinking of Steve again. <laughs> no, I was thinking of Steve <laughs> oh.
1: then. I, I think, as far as I'm concerned, you're accurate, right?
2: Tim don't,
1: is don't, <laughs> so so talking I, about the average.
2: Okay. The average, yes. So with your average five-kilo head pointed down to yes. read your phone you're putting a 45 degree tilt there that actually adds about five times the weight so on your shoulder and that spine at the back of your neck all the rest of it you're putting about 25 kilos worth of weight there
1: i say it again i do not know how i stand up (laughs) because occasionally as i'm walking along the road and i have a bit of a glance at the phone how could i not with 15 kilos up
2: here fall forward my chiropractor um says everyone's got to put their shoulders back And then drop them into their back pockets and then look skyward. Oh, I know that one. And do that for a few few times a day. Yeah. A few repetitions of that, too. Oh, that does feel good. It does, to counterbalance the technique.
1: Yeah, it feels good, mate. It's not good when you've got man boobs. (laughs) It's not a good look. You're not paying a good you picture are, of yourself here, Steve. You've got a huge
0: uh, head. What are you I think, gonna,
1: I think everyone can see how high my self-esteem <laughs> is these days. I've got a ma- man boost with a massive head.
0: Oh, my Hello, God. Hello,
1: ladies. <laughs> Any single.
0: <laughs> Why? <laughs> really? and look
2: out. And Why? And, and, <laughs> and can I just add, he only washes his bath towels once a month.
1: Geez, I thought you were going to say bum then. <laughs> I was going to say, there you
0: go. The pistol is just on.
1: Oh, and he's got a smelly butt.
2: So...
0: <laughs> Start your day off with Tanya and Steve. And save this summer with $60,000 off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up because and Steve yeah,
1: we'll Hey, how about this 5000 grant the government are tossing around for the, for the kiddies in the country in their cars? It's
2: not a bad little. Um... Well, it was announced last year, actually. Dominic Perrottet yeah, announced it at the bush last year. He's but now bringing it up again.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Remember
2: that? Yeah. Um, basically, what's going to happen is teens in the bush, and we're considered the bush the mm, regional, mm. up to a 1,000 teens will be able to get their hands on a $5,000 handout to swap their broken down old cars for safer new vehicles. Um, so it's cash for, for basically clunkers.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah.
2: What's the fine the, print?
1: The, the, well, not meant, the, the thousands, not many for a start. The yeah. other fine print is we live in a world now you can't get it registered unless it is safe. Yeah.
2: So yeah. so it's to get it's to get really awful cars off the road. Yeah. So it makes it safer for teens to access a better car. Yep. I don't know how much better you can get. For five grand, with the price of used cars these days. Well, there's that. It's nice in theory, but I
1: think I reckon they're probably aiming more. As we say, we know we're regional, bush, but I think they're talking
0: further out towns where you
1: know that kid might get the ute from dad and also know the mechanic who winks at him when he gets the. Yeah, you know, really. Yeah. yeah. But I also thought those days are gone too, where you got the hand because they're claiming the hand-me-down cars. Yep. Because now every time I see a photo of a kid with a car, it's a brand new Well, (laughs) with a ribbon on it.
2: Well, some of the examples they've given. Okay, so he's a Bathurst teenager. Luke, he's 19. See, Bath? there you go. There, yeah. He bought his first car for $550 hmm. and he's clocked up over 400,000 kilometres. Oh, away.
1: my God. So, Good well, investment. How is that a bad thing? That's a high five. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'll guarantee well you it's a Toyota.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. So, a $550 car, now he's going to get five grand on top of that. Yeah, so, yeah, that yeah. Get, get in something that's a bit more safe.
1: The the, the dodgy hand They've got a five star rating, by the way, too on these yeah. safety ratings. right? Yeah. So it's kind of like how safe you think your car is. Now I know, and I know with you, our new well, mine's a 2014 model, but it came out. It's probably a four, four You're, and a half. Your car now? Oh, there's not a bit on that hasn't got an airbag.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> like yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: safety rating, kind of that sort of thing. Yours to yeah. be the same.
2: Yeah, I've got. Yeah, you know, up high and things everywhere. Yeah. But when you go back to your first car, or right. one of your first cars, yeah. Uh, I remember one car, it was a Corolla, the bottom had rusted, Mm -hmm. and so I could actually see the road through Mm. the bottom of my car. Same. (laughs) Going
3: while you're driving.
2: When when I bought it, the guy said, just don't press too heavily. Like, when you step in, put your bum down first, don't step in with your feet. Yes. (laughs) And I bought that car. Yeah, yeah. I reckon that was a safety rating of minus five.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I agree, uh, except I had exactly the same as you with my first, uh, it was a Subaru. Uh, Except for I'd bought it and then removed the floor mat (laughs) (laughs) and went... Oh, <laughs> uh, so because those days we used to call them phone worthies, yeah. not road worthies. Yeah, you'd bring up and re-register.
3: Do you reckon there's any of these cars still out there? You know what I mean, like really dodgy, crap cars. crappy kind of cars. Mm.
1: Um, well, of course. Well, no, not not on the road now. You can't do it. But back when, what was your first crappy car?
3: Mm. Yeah, on
2: them. You can't
3: now. Yeah, they you, won't
2: pass them. They will they? Won't pass
1: them, if, they. If, if you've no. got a story, how crap
3: was your car? One triple three five three. Exactly. We would love to hear from you right now. One triple three five three. Tell us how crappy car. Can they beat tenure instead? <laughs> what was your star rating? Safety star rating on your first car?
1: You got
2: a minus. Bet you five. We won't be
1: pulling
0: fives.
1: No way. No, no. The old, the, the first. I got. Okay, my first Subaru is same as floors. Mm. The one before, I still laugh at, and a lot of people will know. And you at a car thing over the weekend, so yes. you know the old Holdens? Yes. My favorite thing about an old Holden, I'm talking the '60s, you know, mm. EHS and things like that. Yeah. The dashboard was solid steel with a little bit of, um, <laughs> I guess you'd call it uh, like a like a leathery but fake leather. What do they call fake leather? Vinyl. Vinyl. Yeah. Right so if you hit that, remember we've got airbags now. Oh, my wow. God.
2: It was steel. With wow. a vinyl on them. Wow.
1: And were there seatbelts in the front of those things?
3: No. seatbelts?
2: <laughs> they <laughs> didn't come in until, like, what was it, about the 90s? Oh, 90s?
1: whenever pussy
6: started
0: driving cars, <laughs>
6: mate, quite <my laughs> frankly.
2: <friend. laughs> Kelly is at K's Beach. How crap was your car, Kel? Oh, uh, look, I had a, I had a
0: 1974 Galant in a nice shade of poo brown. Galant. <laughs> <and>, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, yep. it was a Chrysler Gallant. It wouldn't go over eighty k an hour. Um, <laughs> it blew the head gasket twice. Um, it had no fan, no heater, no radio, no demisters, and if you wanted to go in reverse, you had to put it into reverse and jiggle the gear stick till it clumped.
1: Oh, I love that! <laughs> and could you imagine, Kelly, as we often often see online now, you getting that car with a rivet on it?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you remember how much you paid for it, Kel? Fifteen hundred bucks. It was bought from a wreckers. Wow. <laughs>
3: it bought from the wreckers. Wow. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. And do you remember how much you sold it for? Three
1: thousand.
3: <laughs> oh, I Made
2: money made on money. it. You're an investor. Well you? done.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See that? That's that, I bought one. I'm still curious of the hand me down
4: ones. Yeah. yeah. Peter from Fletcher got his nan's car. I oh,
2: this a hand me down, Peter. What was it?
4: Uh, it was a little white Mazda. It wasn't my car, but she used to drive it when I was a kid, and I used to like to take sticks and put them through the hole in the floor and dragged them along the road while she drove. Oh. (laughs) I love that. That
2: was kind of of like my uh, Corolla. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And and so you got it. Nan gave it to you? Or no? No,
4: no. She just used to drive it all the time. But then there was also my dad who used to have an old VW Beetle as well. Yep. And it used to have that back seat thing like the back seat that was kind of like the boot that you could still ride in as a kid and not get in trouble from the cops so Yeah. yeah
2: I remember that. Yeah. My aunt had one of those, and you would. You'd put the seat down and just lay in the back of the yes, boot.
1: that's
3: right.
2: And travel.
1: With no seatbelt. Yeah. No. Hey. ten. you didn't pay for a drive-in for about eight years. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Um,
2: there, you're right. I was at the show and Shine on Sunday after the yeah. Colburn. Yes. And, oh, my God, some of those old cars, when aren't you they, look inside. are they gorgeous? And it's what you're talking about, the, like the wooden dashes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there was a dash there. Now, you probably know this, mm. but there was a dash that had... A button for lights, yes. Vent, and there was one other thing, um, blinkers. Right. That was it. That's ah. all there that was, was There were three dash. buttons yeah. on the entire dash.
1: Or the or the uh, if there was even an added, it would have been. And an, 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 here's something no one will even know what I'm talking about: the choke button.
2: Oh, to start. There was was that to start
1: it? You'd the pull choke. it out, yeah. to right? But yeah, you, you know those sort of cars, gorgeous. The big bench seat yeah. at the front, all of that gear. <laughs> Oh, no. Times have changed. Oh, no. What was the, the... what You said the James Bond car? There was a see?
2: James Bond car up there.
1: I've been trying to remember the name. I don't
2: know, me, but, but it was silver. Yeah, yeah. The guy told us he paid... I think he paid about 155000 for it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, you uh, the kind of guy that you would not expect to pay 155 grand for a James Bond car. But they're yeah, gorgeous. Because he was tattooed from head to foot. And yeah. I mean, face tattoos and everything. The loveliest guy. Yep. I was talking to him for ages. But yeah, it's just. It,
1: That's a lot of money for a Yeah, hour. but you know, okay, so we laugh at an old E.H. Holden, right? That's about a 1965 car. If it's done properly and in good order, yeah. 100 grand. Wow.
2: Amazing. But Crazy. the best thing,
1: I always wanted that car, but you know why I always wanted that Bond car? Why? Oh, the Ejector seat!
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> Tenure in
1: C. How good tea. Car sales 102.9 Triple
3: M. This is Tenure in C. It's day 43. It's going to be mostly sunny today. It's talks to 31 in the city, 34 Maitland in the Valley. Don't forget, you can always catch up with anything we do on the show. Even... You can catch the Tenure and Steve podcast online. <laughs> Find it on the listener app today, L-I-S-T-N-R. I... What are we going to talk about here, I... What are we going to talk about here?
2: I wish there were cameras. Well, there is cameras, actually. Oh, I wish worry. we we're no, I'm never on them. Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, honestly, I brought in some um, sherbet, sh- little sherby cones for everybody this morning. Sherby
1: cones from the old school.
2: Um, And Steve's kind of using it like someone would at 3am in a nightclub right now. I did the... <laughs> You're a mess.
1: Uh, I, I couldn't help it. I literally did the high school gag and yep, I I uh, licked the sherbet out of it, put it all around my nose <laughs> on my shirt and uh, now I look like I'm... Uh, Like you just said.
3: You look like Scarface. (laughs) Pacino. Was it Pacino in Scarface? Yeah, Lord of My Little
1: friend. (laughs) Yeah, that's the one.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh, this Kmart thing. All right. It started with Kmart, Target, and the list is endless, right? It's just going around the country. And I just wanted to talk to you guys because I reckon you'd be the same or not. But uh, people are now, you know how a lot of, not just Kmart, a lot of um, catfishes and things (laughs) like that around when you get into the middle of the store. Yes,
2: yeah, yeah, So yeah. then
1: when you come out, yeah, better have that docket. Yeah. Or you're a thief. <laughs> yes. Right? And they're starting to say that the mental attitude of the consumer is feeling guilty. 100%. When you're walking toward that person. Mm.
2: Oh, 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 I've got have a yeah. old docket.
1: And, oh, no, I didn't
2: steal it. Yeah, no, I show it.
1: There you are. I hold you're, it
2: up. Yes. Stand there like I'm, you know. Yes. Read my docket. See, that's it. Mm, Read yeah. my
1: docket. And it's an actual movement now. Of people going, we're sick of it. Yep. Mm. If you're going to put them in the middle of the store, trust us.
2: Yeah. Okay. Or don't.
1: Yeah. Put them at the uh, exit or entry yeah. of the store. There you are. I like that. Thought you'd be on board, Tate. Yeah. Because even I, who you know, and you know I had guilt surgically mm. removed 20 mm. years ago. You mm. even felt guilty. I, well, you kind got to go, docket, docket, mm. because they, but let's be honest on the other realm. It depends on the one on the door, doesn't it?
2: Oh, look, there are some that you just, they don't even look at you. Don't even look, yeah, you're
1: good. And yeah. others go through
3: your bag like yeah. a fine-tooth, you know, with a fine-tooth comb. And
2: I'm, yep.
1: and I'm going to discriminate, the older ones do. Do
2: they? The older, the older, ones, older ones
1: will go through your gear and the younger yeah. ones, yeah, you're yeah, all right. I don't really care. You not <laughs> pay me nine bucks, 80 <laughs> an hour, <laughs> yeah. you can steal what you like. <laughs> That's
2: kind of it, isn't it? So, older older uh, security people yes. are more vigilant. Well, they're not even security
1: people, though. Most times, they're just, it's uh, just staff. Staff. Yeah, staff. Yeah, yeah. They just more maybe care about the company a bit more than they yeah. probably should. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm speaking on behalf of a millennial. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that, that's an interesting movement, though. Now, the, the less and less. And, again, uh, they're suggesting self-checkouts. How, yeah. you know, people are just keeping an eye on that. You're not everything.
2: What the hell happened to the self-checkouts that came out Waratah?
1: Oh, that uh, never work.
2: Well, they're not. They're not. They're all blocked off now. Yeah,
1: I know. I have no. Oh, they really. Yeah,
2: you can't use them.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, too many people even
2: stop. Well, think. that's probably because yeah. the ones that
3: came out at uh, Westfield Guitar are still working. Cause are they? I went through only a couple of days ago. Oh, okay. guys, they're all still working. You guys must be posh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Westfield
1: <laughs> <Not>
0: exactly.
1: <clears throat> but yeah, there's actually a now a retail movement, oh consumer movement, not yeah you know, just online people just joining it going yeah.
0: Sick of, it, gets, yeah, sick of
1: being made feel guilty. Sick of being made
2: feel guilty. I can, I uh, can appreciate that. Well, no, well, that's good.
1: I thought you might. Yeah. Well, as you would, you'd give a bit of guilt.
3: Oh, I feel a bit guilty, and even going through the other day, I actually forgot to get the receipt, because I'm like, I'm just ducking it. I'm like, oh, no, now i am got to walk through. And I said, I promise I just bought these. Yeah. It was oh. like socks and jogs. They so were worth like $15. Well, had it
2: have been, in, with Steve's theory, an older person and would it have was been young, carted off to jail.
3: It was a younger person, and they just went, yeah, well, I don't care. The <laughs> older, older, the the said, older damn, person would have taken
1: off. you back to you <laughs> Which which, uh,
3: yeah, which use this one out. and yeah. they then
1: they could search up the yes, history on your way. Mm. Next time, keep your receipt. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> give me a stern talking to. <laughs> all right, so we're all on board.
3: Yeah, all on board.
2: Okay, don't mind that. Just just l- leave us be. <laughs> we're not thieves.
3: tenure and Steve
0: start your day off with tenure and Steve and save this summer with sixty thousand dollars off your dream McDonald Jones home for a limited time. Turn it up, light it up.